Praise God. You're welcome to today's daily devotional. And God bless you for joining us. My young pastor, Ndubishi. Let's go straight to the Word of God. Um, we're taking our reading from uh, Jeremiah chapter 24. We're going to read from verse 24, from verse 1 to 10. After King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon exiled Joachim, Joachim, uh, son of uh, Joachim, king of Judah, to Babylon along with the officials of Judah and all the craftsmen and artisans, the Lord gave me this vision. I saw two baskets of figs placed in front of the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. One basket was filled with fresh, ripe figs, while the other was filled uh, with the bad figs that were too rotten to eat. Then the Lord said to me, What do you see? Jeremiah I replied, Figs, some very good and some very bad, too rotten to eat. Then the Lord gave me this message. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The good figs represent the exiles I sent from Judah to the land of the Babylonians. I will watch over them and look after them. And I will bring them back here again. I will build, I will build them um, up and not tear them down. I will plant them and not uproot them. I will give them uh, hearts that recognize me as the Lord. They will be my people and I will be their God for they will return to me wholeheartedly. But the bad figs, the Lord said, they represent King Zedekiah of Judah, his officials, all the people left in Jerusalem, all those who live in Egypt. I will treat them like bad figs, too rotten to eat. I will make them an object of horror and a symbol of evil to every nation on earth. They will be disgraced and mocked, taunted and cursed, wherever I scatter them, and I will send war, famine, and disease until they have vanished from the land of earth which I gave to them and their ancestors. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Uh, uh, the, 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 the chapter preceding this place we read has it that. Uh, this king Zedekiah resisted every advice by king, uh, by Prophet Jeremiah to follow God's instruction. See, God was chastising Israel. Okay, God was chastising Israel, and when God chastises you, it's for your own good. So you you make it worse for yourself when you try to resist, try to follow the way of the world, just to get out of that that place of chastisement. It is not for your own good. This is where our topic is taken from. The good in chastisement when God chastises you, right? So, so God had decided that they will go uh, to exile in uh, in Babylon. That was the arrangement, so that He can make some certain corrections in their lives, so that He can draw them uh, closer to Him. Just like He pointed out in verse six, He said. I will watch over and look after them, and I will bring them back here again. I will build them up and not tear them down. I will plant them and not uproot them. I will give them hearts, very importantly. I will give them hearts that recognizes me as the Lord. Right? They will be my people, and I will be their God, for they will return to me wholeheartedly. So what was Israel's sins? Israel and Judah, they left God, Right? They abandoned the worship of God as they were after idols and bows and all that. So totally, there was a repositioning in the, in the spirit as long as they are concerned. Right? They, they had gone so far in it that redemption 
will require them being taught all over again to use their hearts, to, to, to need God, to be hungry for God with all their hearts. Right? That is why he pointed out here that they will return to me wholeheartedly so that they won't have to be forced. So that period was a kind of training. They are going to go through that phase, that punishment that will make them realize that without God, they can do nothing. And only, only Jeremiah knows about this because it was revealed to Jeremiah. Then, so these guys will go to Babylon. Then they will go, they're going to suffer for 70 years, after which they'll return with their hearts to God. They will cry out and they will return to Him. Right? So sometimes you may be going through certain situations as a result of what you have done, and God lets you to go through it to help you become better. To help you become better, to help you find your way back to Him. But one thing is certain: it is not God's will that you should perish; that anyone should perish. Now look at what He says in Jeremiah twenty-nine, verse eleven. He said, "For I know the plans that I have for you," says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. At the end of that period of chastisement, you are restored. Because he wants you restored. He doesn't want you destroyed. So when he punishes you, it is for your own good. Because it will not lead to your death. Right? Just like when, when Nathan asked uh, uh, David, what he wants God to do? What, what punishment does he want? Right? Uh, David was like, oh, let me, let me be in, in the hands of God instead in, uh, in the hands of man. Because God... Will not, will not destroy me. He will only chastise me. Alright. And he will have mercy on me. And that is God's nature truly. He will have mercy on you. Child of God. I want to I want to also encourage you to have this. To take this opportunity and draw close to God. God is trustworthy. He is reliable. There is no other place that you can find mercy. Except by his side. May it be well with you. In the name of Jesus. Let us pray. Father we bless your holy name. Because you are God. And there is nothing that you cannot do. We appreciate you. For for making yourself. King in our life. And for letting your son Jesus Christ. To die for us. So that we can be restored back to you. Let your spirit constantly be around us. Reminding us that we. Are supposed to be. In you forever by your side be thou exalted for it is in jesus name we have prayed amen and amen it is well with you